everybody and welcome to a Mirror Football Podcast special. Uh, so we're with you today on a Friday, a bit unusual for us, uh, because of the breaking news in the Premier League today as Arsene Wenger has announced that he's going to leave Arsenal at the end of the season. Uh, to talk over Wenger's decision and kind of where next for Wenger and the potential replacements for Arsenal, uh, I'm Aaron Flanagan I'm joined by Alex Richards. Alex, how are you doing? I'm not too bad, Aaron. Good stuff. And Ben Rebook's with us, podcast debut. How are you doing, mate? He is my debut. I'm very happy to be here. Good stuff. I say uh, we're here to talk about Arsenal. We're here to talk about Wenger. Um, let's be honest. I don't think it was too much of a shock that he's he's going to leave. But I think maybe some of us thought he was going to see out the two years on his contract. I'm not sure. I, I don't think it was a shock that he's decided to depart. I think it was a big shock that they announced it this morning. So um, so out of nowhere, he did his press conference yesterday. Obviously, spoke to the media after his press conference for the night's papers. Gave nothing away, and then this morning, word was that Arsenal were releasing a statement around ten o'clock, and lo and behold, that statement was Arsene Wenger's resignation. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I, I wasn't in the office when it when it got announced. Was was there any indication at all that it was going to be that? It, not that it was going to be that. No, it was uh, very much that Arsenal were releasing a statement at ten o'clock, and that was it. Nothing else was said. Obviously, then people start ringing round trying to find out. Nothing given away. 10 o'clock comes and that statement was there Arsene Wenger's exit yeah, it's huge news uh, Ben uh, yourself do you think it's the, the right time for Wenger to, to leave Arsenal uh, I think it was the right time five or six years ago uh, I think granted that he's done quite well with an FA Cup kind of you know, run of late you know, they've won three out of the last four FA Cups um, I just think it's a bit of a shame for him because you know you're going to look back and I think a lot of people will do their best to remember all the good things, you know, the invincible season and how he revolutionised English football. But at the same time, you know, people are going to remember all these bad things that have happened. You know, much more recently, the the levels of you know toxicness around the club have been huge. Um, fans not really showing up, people not really having that interest, and I think people are really going to, you know, I don't want to say it's going to tarnish his reputation, but people are going to remember the the glory years a lot less than they will his sort of you know his dying embers yeah, I found it interesting on Twitter obviously the, the news came out I went onto social media and just to basically see all the Arsenal fans who I know have been saying Wenger out Wenger out um, you know for some time and um, they've actually reacted pretty much in shock like oh I don't actually now it's happened I don't really know how to how to deal with this news and that'll be the thing there'll be a lot of revisionist history going around it people that we're very much, as you say, Wenger out will be saying, oh, no, I never said that. Yeah. You'll get that. You get it with anything like this. Um, I think you can very much split Arsene Wenger's reign into two separate entities, can't you? You can split it into those first 10 years when they were challenging for titles, probably until they lost the Champions League final in 2006. Um, and then the Emirates years, Wenger trying to basically just maintain, to keep that club in the top four. Um, as as Ben says, numerous FA Cup wins, but they've never really challenged for a Premier League title in in recent years on a nowhere near on a consistent basis that they did previously. Yeah, um, I say it was a very classy statement from Arsene Wenger um, that you know, obviously to announce his, his departure. So I'll, I'll read it out now. He said, um, after careful consideration and following discussions with the club, I feel it is the right time for me to step down at the end of the season. I am grateful for having had the privilege to serve the club for so many memorable years. I manage the club with full commitment and integrity. I want to thank the players, the staff, the directors and the fans who all make this club so special. I urge our fans to stand behind the team and to finish on a high. To all the Arsenal lovers, take care of the values of the club. My love and support forever, Arsene Wenger. Um, 
very classy. I mean, you wouldn't expect anything anything else from him, really, would you? No, definitely not. I think that kind of sums him up as a man. Um, for me, I think the interesting point is that he's obviously, uh, I don't want to say jumped before he's been pushed, but I'm wondering if this sets a pretty poor uh, precedent for Arsenal moving forward with their next manager. Do you think, I mean, this is a general question for the room, do you think they're going to give their next man that sort of time that you know Wenger's been given when you know really he should have been sacked or he should have walked five, six years ago? I think it's a completely different game now, isn't it, for football? Um, it's all about immediacy. Next man's got to come in, make an immediate impact. You don't get that time to build anymore, especially in the Premier League. You have to come in, you have to make a splash. And Arsenal fans will, will be expecting that next season they'll have had the summer under a new man, who I, I assume will get plenty of financial backing, will be able to bring in players. And they'll expect a title challenge next season. You know, They're going to not finish in the top four once more this year, currently battling for sixth spot with Burnley. Let's be quite honest about this. Arsenal's position should be much, much higher than battling with Burnley to finish sixth in the Premier League. They should be title challengers. They should be top four challengers. Um, the new man, simply that's his remit, has to get back in the top four and move from there. Yeah, so, yeah, so for myself, I obviously, it's very much like the Manchester United situation. It's how do you move on? I think Arsenal do have to take a completely different approach. They, they can't wait. They know they're not going to get you know a revolution like they did under Arsene Wenger in the early early years. They just need to win. They, they, they need to get someone who's who's just going to bring results. And this is huge away. now. This is a huge test for the Arsenal board and the people there who have never really had to pick a manager before. You know, obviously, you know, they've brought in people from elsewhere, brought in uh, Raul Sinelli from Barcelona, uh, Sven Mislintat from Borussia Dortmund. They have been at clubs where managers have changed, but haven't been the key figureheads in deciding a new manager. Stan Kroenke's never had to pick a new manager. Even Gazidis has never had to pick a new manager. So it's a real massive test for them now. And we've seen before with the likes of uh, Manchester United, so Alex Ferguson left, David Moyes came in. Within nine months, he was gone. Um, then Ed Woodward picked Louis van Gaal. Didn't quite work out. I remember Wolves. Um, Steve Morgan took over. Mick McCarthy had been there a few years. And Mick McCarthy got them promoted when they were in the Premier League. When Steve Morgan had to hire a new manager to replace Mick McCarthy, he failed miserably three times before eventually they were in League One. Yeah. Uh, so talking of the names that are linked uh, with, with this job, um, Patrick Vieira is now the bookmaker's favourite after a kind of a flurry of bets on the after Wenger, the Wenger news was announced. Uh, Brendan Rodgers... On, on Vieira, interestingly, um, in Wenger's press conference yesterday, I said he didn't allude to any of this, but in what he spoke to the newspapers afterwards, he mentioned Vieira as a potential for, um, future Arsenal boss. Didn't so much anoint him as he's the man to replace me, but basically said he can be a successor in the future. And Vieira's done a very good job at New York City FC in the MLS, who of course have ties to Manchester City. Yeah, I would say it very much feels that with Vieira, I mean, from my own perspective, I don't actually know any inside information, but it feels like City are almost breeding Vieira for their job in, in years to come, and that's what it feels like. I mean, would Vieira step away from that model to, to, to come to Arsenal? I think it'd be a massive decision that he'd have to make, and it'd be a huge step for him. Um, the MLS doesn't obviously have promotion, relegation. It's a very different setup over there. It's very much a way of managers can mould teams if and be given that little bit more time. I think it'd be a huge culture shock. I know he's obviously been a player here before and whatnot, but it'd be a huge culture shock if Patrick Vieira 
had to take charge of Arsenal at this time. But I think the City group will see that as maybe a potential, I don't want to disrespect Arsenal, but as a potential stepping stone toward the City job. I mean, Guardiola's got you know, a good few more years in him, and especially after this season, they're going to want to back him for maybe at least two more seasons. We know Guardiola's not going to stay for five, ten years. He's about to sign a new contract as well. Yeah, but Guardiola. I think that's more just... It's just an, ex- it's yeah, an extension, it's, isn't it? Exactly, it's like, it's, you've it's done so well like, another so year. I think City, the City group, which obviously you know owns New York City, owns City as well, they'll see that, you know, because uh, not think Vieira can come in, get some Premier League experience, you know, and really build himself up a little bit more, and they'll have no problem poaching him off Arsenal in a couple of years' time. Should that sort of go down that route? Yeah, I think perhaps if, if, in terms of the City links, Mikel Arteta. Ask anybody with anything to do with Manchester City about Mikel Arteta's influence this season and since he's been there under Pep Guardiola, they only have good words to say about him. Yeah, yeah, I say, and obviously. What a man to learn from as well, your trade. Um, the other names linked, um, or at the top of the, the bookmakers listings at the moment for the Arsenal job, Brendan Rodgers is in there, always seems to be floating around his name with, with Arsenal, will be an interesting one. Thomas Tuchel, but it seems like he's probably going to go to Paris Saint-Germain. Interesting. Um, Carlo Ancelotti, Joachim Lowe, Max Allegri... Thierry Henry <laughs> Thierry Henry maybe I think that's just probably because people have started betting on it I mean Henry granted you know, he's he's probably doing a decent job with Belgium as an assistant but there's no way he'd be ready for such a huge step up to, to the Arsenal manager's job yeah. uh, he's, on, he's on a very cushy job at Sky Sports on yeah. a, lot, a lot of money at the moment as yeah. well do, doing that does he want the does he want the pressure no definitely as well no, he again. We talked about tarnishing legacies. I mean, Henri to come in and, for example, do an absolutely awful job. Arsenal sort of lingering bottom half of the table at the start of next season with Henri in charge. Then yeah, you know he's, he's probably not gaining anything by, by going to. Um, out of that list, um, there, guys. I mean, who do you guys think you know would be the right man right now for Arsenal? It's a difficult one, isn't it? I, th- I think you mentioned Thomas Tuchel. He'd be a very good appointment given the kind of players they have there. But him and Sven Mislintad big falling out of Borussia Dortmund I'd be very surprised if they've patched that up um, given that Thomas Tuchel effectively bans Sven Mislintat from attending training or going to the training ground and they didn't talk by the end of Tuchel's reign there um, Max Allegri if, if they can get him away from Juventus he'd be an excellent appointment he's a very astute manager Leonardo Jardim at Monaco for me would be the guy he's done an outstanding job at Monaco on a relatively small budget bringing through young players and having to keep on developing a side because he has to keep selling because Monaco are a stepping stone to the bigger, brighter lights. He's done tremendous work there. I think it's a sort of job that he would look at and think, yeah, I can get my teeth into that. Yeah, uh, Would a lot of these managers look at Arsenal and go, actually, I don't, probably don't want to go there because they've struggled and they're... they're Obviously, I assume a lot of managers around Europe will respect Wenger and what he's done. And if they've seen him struggle, will they be thinking in the back of their mind, why would I go there and potentially struggle as well? I'm, I'm not so sure actually, because I think you know people know what Arsenal are as an institution. You know, they're a massive club. They've got you know they've got a good fan base who obviously want to show up when they want to show up. But they've got the fans, they've got the money, they've got everything that you know the, the packages in place for them to you know come back to the you know, the pinnacle of English football. And I think for a lot of these names, they'll see it as an amazing opportunity because you know it's not an opportunity that would have come up in probably most of their careers. You know, maybe the older like you know Ancelotti and whatnot maybe could have been around earlier back in the day when Wenger kind of started out. But it's all set up as a job that a manager who really wants to test himself will want to go and take. Especially when you look at Jose Mourinho's at Man United, you've got Conte at Chelsea, whether he remains or not. Jurgen Klopp at Liverpool, Pep Guardiola at Man City. 
these are managers that they all want to go and test themselves against. So it's a huge test. But Arsenal, as you say, money, fan base, all the history, they are set up for somebody to come in, roll up the sleeves and go, right, let's get you back to where you need to be. And you look at their squad on paper as well. Their squad's not bad. They've got some good players now. I think they just need the right man in there to kind of... I think Wenger, towards you know the last few years... I think his training methods have been a bit outdated and you know we talk about him revolutionising English football and that's definitely for sure but for me I've always said this that Arsenal have injuries their injury list every season is is massive and I've always put that down to Wenger's training methods because I've got to only assume that they're outdated and they're you know these modern footballers the boots are different the footballs everything's different about it and I've always thought that you know this could be something that is really you know affecting Arsenal so someone new coming in with the players that they have you know they spent a lot of money Aubameyang Mkhitaryan's in now uh, they've got Lacazette they've got some some really good players and the right man there you know they'll they'll be a force next season yeah so uh, Alex say say I say you you mentioned Jardim say what Jardim was to come in how high do you reckon Arsenal can go or how long is it before they can start challenging for titles again well I think they can challenge for top four next season I think you know they had a as we say always of Arsenal tighten up that defence make them a bit more solid um, add a bit more strength and power in the midfield because that's something that Wenger had during his early years you look at Patrick Vieira Emmanuel Petit Gilberto real strength and power in the midfield he's gone away from that in, in recent years um, it's something that they really need to bring back um, they can challenge next season for top four they'll have to get off to a very good start they'll have to make some decent signings in the summer add a bit more pace maybe out wide um, strengthen the defence whether you have to upgrade on Petr Cech he's had quite a disappointing season but they can be back up there there or thereabouts whether they can challenge for a title next season I wouldn't be so sure but they're certainly something that in the next two, three, four years they can get back to doing Yeah, um, With Arsenal obviously Wenger's we, we mentioned earlier how his reputation may have been tarnished slightly because of the um, maybe struggles in recent years if you're another club these days are you looking at that and thinking can we take a risk on Wenger because I get the impression that Wenger's not going to be retiring he loves football that, that wasn't mentioned is. in this statement at all the word retirement has not been used yeah. at all yeah well he he very much seems determined he loves his football he lives and breathes football um, I mean it's another little small point as well he's, he's, he's recently divorced as well you know his work is was basically everything for him can you imagine him going into another job now certainly he's, he's had numerous job offers over over years gone by and he's turned them down um, if Real Madrid don't win the Champions League Zinedine Zidane will likely be sacked Could quite easily see Arsene Wenger pitching up at the Bernabeu he's been offered the job before he's turned it down Florentino Perez has also always had a good relationship with him so I could see that Paris Saint-Germain Unai Emery will, he's a dead man walking could see him taking over there they are, of course, owned by the the big Qatari um, QSI group, who also own Bean Sports, who Wenger does a lot of work for. Um, so you could see him going there. The France job, if Didier Deschamps underperforms at the World Cup, who are they going to turn to? Arsene Wenger's probably number one on their list. Yeah, so he's also been offered the England job in the past, Arsene Wenger, um, on two occasions uh, over quite spread out periods. But... Um, would international management suit suit Wenger and and his style? I can imagine it's something that you know he's sixty eight now. He's not sort of getting any younger. I think that less stress of international management will probably suit him. You know, 
go watch a bit more football and still be in and amongst it but you know have that ability just to kind of take a step back it's it's not a semi-retirement by any stretch of the imagination but compared to you know being Arsenal boss for 22 years I think it would definitely feel like a bit more of a, a bit more of a holiday for him yeah absolutely um, I said just before we, we wrap up this uh, podcast looking back on, on Wenger um, who do we I mean not who you think would be right for Arsenal who do you actually think will at this stage get the job taken over from Wenger I think it's really difficult to say because you have to sort of think with your head and with your heart. Um, I honestly think someone like Ancelotti will get the job, and I'll give you a good reason why. I think Arsenal will be looking to get, as we said, you know, that immediate success and probably know that in the future they'll have one of these players like a Vieira type, an Henri type, an Arteta type come in and do a longer job. But I think for now it's all about getting back in, challenging for the top four, challenging for titles, and you know, Ancelotti, he's out of a job. He's proven in the Premier League. He's proven everywhere he's gone. He's, you know, success follows him wherever he is. And, you know, they'll look at him and say, look, he's, um, I don't know his age, but he's, he's definitely on the older spectrum. They'll say, get him in for a couple of years. So I'll give him a short-term deal and let him just do what he can. And this will get Arsenal back. And then once they're back challenging, you know, then they can bring in the, you know, the Allegri's if, if they want, the, the two shells, the Guardiola types of managers. Um, I think that's what they really need to do. And I, I can see that happening. No, so I completely agree with you. I fancy Ancelotti, he... I mean, it's weird that he's been out of football for so long. He's been so constantly in a job, and a, he's only been out of football since September. But I know this was saying for so long by by his standards. You know, he he doesn't take long breaks, but, and no, I'm sure he'll be he'll be desperate. To, as, as you yeah. say, I, I think one thing that will work against him is the way it ended up by Munich. That won't have escaped the attention. Um, Luis Enrique could be an outside shout. He's been on a year sabbatical after leaving Barcelona. Um, he'll be wanting to get back in a job. He's managed in Spain. He's managed in Italy before. England and the Premier League and Arsenal seem, you know, a, sol- a solution to him as he carries on his coaching career. Yeah. Um, I've seen on Twitter as well a, a fair bit of people kind of pushing Rafa Benitez towards Arsenal. Any chance Benitez there? I think Rafa will stay at Newcastle. I think he knows now that he's at a place where he's loved and all he needs is just a little bit more backing if he, if he doesn't get backed in the summer I think this year he will definitely walk but I think you know the Newcastle fans are completely passionate about Rafa uh, they love him up there and I think it would be you know he, he, he took the Real Madrid job and it, it didn't work out for him at all and I think you know he has got a good track record uh, Chelsea won the Europa League and you know, he, he's, he's a good manager Liverpool obviously winning the Champions League but I don't think it's the right job for him at all. Uh, I'd be very, very surprised if that happens. I'd be surprised if he, if he took charge of it. I think for, for Rafa Benitez as a manager, um, I actually tweeted the other day that if he'd been in charge of Arsenal this season, they'd be challenging for top four. If he wasn't manager of Newcastle, they'd be in a relegation battle. Yeah. He's done that good a job. For him, this is absolutely perfect. You know, a job he's been linked to. Um, he can walk into Mike Ashley's office now and just go, right, what have you got for me this summer? Because if, he, if it's not what Rafa Benitez wants and what Rafa Benitez feels he needs, he'll have no qualms in walking away from Newcastle no matter how much he is loved and respected by the fans up there. Absolutely. Um, guys, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Um, if you want some non-Arsenal uh, chat or non-Wenger chat, we have recorded another podcast this week. Uh, it's, an, it's an hour-long one. It's uh, quite... Uh, Ultra special because we spent the time in the pub. Yeah, we, 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 we recorded in the pub and we spoke about absolutely everything, including the success of Burnley. Uh, what to expect from Wolves next season um, preview of the FA Cup PFA Player of the Year um, there's even chat about Italian 90 with Paul Parker and Terry Butcher on that podcast so there's loads loads more content if you want to go and listen to that um, but yeah we will be back next Thursday with the regular Mirror Football podcast and we will see you then
Ook bewust bezig zijn met je mobiel? Dat kan al voor 20,50 per maand met de Huawei P20 Lite. Nu met 300 minuten of sms'jes en 1000 MB 4G internet. Kijk op ben.nl. Let op. Geld plenen kost geld.